She was alone, bitterly alone. It had not always been that way. Sarah had grown up with four older brothers and a loving mother. She wished her brothers were there with her, but they weren't. She was alone, hopelessly alone. She couldn't think like that, she told herself. She had to keep hope, but Sarah had to keep it hidden, deep in her heart. She couldn't let her captors see the hope in her eyes, or they would try to take it. It was the hope her brothers would come for her, and then she wouldn't be alone anymore. Hope that she would see Sam again. It was a promise that kept her hope alive. When her four brothers had left home one by one to join the Western Army in an attempt to do their bit in ending the fifty-year civil war that engulfed the galaxy— They'd each promised they would come if she needed help. They promised that if she was ever in danger or ever needed them, they would fly across the galaxy to protect her. For sixteen hours a day, all she could do was sit and look at the door to her cell. It was a metal door with a window and bars. There were three bars in the window. She would count the tiny scratches on the door— There were 1,453. When she got bored of looking at the door, she would look at the walls. Those gray walls. Empty walls. Walls that tried to take her soul, and tried to take the hope she put in her heart. When she was first brought into the cell and put in the chair, she could barely move because her wrists and ankles hurt from the tight restraints. After several weeks, Her skin had started to callous over, and she could move her arms and legs more easily. Sarah had started doing exercises with her arms and legs. She would point her toe in the air, and then at the ground. She would count to a hundred, and then move to the next ankle or wrist. She would tense and relax her muscles. The worst part was the gag in her mouth. She had suffered with the gag in her mouth ever since she'd awakened in the cell weeks prior. Her captors wouldn't even take it out for food or drink. She was kept alive by a bag that hung from a pole and a tube that ran from the bag to an IV in her arm. Occasionally, a woman in blue would come in and change the bag. The woman had blonde hair and green eyes. She had four freckles on the left side of her neck, and they looked like the Nazarene constellation. Sarah missed the stars. When Sarah was a young girl, she would lie in the tall grass of her backyard on the farm and stare at the stars until her mom called her in for supper. Sometimes her brothers would lie next to her and tell her stories of her father. He seemed like a nice man. She wished she had met him. For a long, long time, Her muscles had ached from sitting in the chair, but after she lost weight, she was able to arch her back and make other movements to stretch out her muscles. Her muscles were never very big or strong. She had always been a little smaller than the other girls at school. The schoolgirls would squeeze her arms and make fun of her, saying she was too poor to buy food. When she retorted once that they weren't too bright because she could obviously afford food, she lived on a farm, and the food was free and plentiful. The meanest girl pushed her on the ground and kicked dirt in her face. The boys teased her only once. When her brothers had found out, they'd gone to talk to those boys, 
all of whom were very polite after that. Sarah would keep track of time by listening for when the guards outside her cell changed. It was easy to tell, because she could hear the click of their claws as they walked. They changed twice a day, so she figured they did twelve-hour shifts each. She knew she was the only one on her cell block, because she had once overheard a guard complaining about standing guard for only one prisoner. The guards didn't fully understand who she was, or why the leaders wanted her, but she knew. She knew what she could do, and her captors feared her power more than anything. They must have started making plans for her when she had started training to use her skills as a weapon.